Hello, and welcome to another episode of Out of the Archives. I'm Caroline Jones, the Wellington College archivist, and today I'm recording this for you at home because of the coronavirus, but I hope that it will still be able to get through and we'll be able to carry on doing these regular podcasts about Wellington's history. Now, as you'll know, this week at Wellington, we should have been running the Kingsleys, our oldest and one of our most unique sporting events. Sadly, because of the coronavirus situation, that isn't possible. But I thought it would be good to have a look back over the history of the event and learn a bit more about it. So, cross-country running was the first sport to be established at Wellington, and that was really a matter of necessity, because when the school was first built, there were no pitches for rugby or cricket. The area surrounding the school was all just woods and heathland, so running was the only sport that you could do. It's said that the sport was actually introduced to college by the Reverend Charles Kingsley, after whom the Kingsleys are named, of course. He was well known as a writer in the Victorian era. He wrote on many subjects, fiction and non-fiction. He was a social reformer, a friend of Charles Darwin and a supporter of his work. Nowadays, he's best known for writing a children's book called The Water Babies, which highlighted the plight of child chimney sweeps at the time. When Wellington opened, Kingsley was the rector of Eversley, just a few miles west of here and he quickly became a close friend of the college's first master, Edward White Benson. Kingsley was a great believer in what was at that time called muscular Christianity, the idea that it was the duty of a Christian man to be physically fit and healthy, as that would make him more moral and manly. He once wrote that games conduce not merely to physical but to moral health. So, of course, he wanted to encourage the boys at Wellington to be fit. So he himself would come over in the early days and lead the cross-country runs. And in 1860, only a year after the college had opened, he offered a prize for a cross-country race which was called a steeplechase. You might be familiar with the term steeplechase with regard to horse racing, and the human version was rather similar. The idea was to race across the countryside, going over, under or through the various obstacles, such as hedges, fences and ditches, which might be in the way. So that's what they did. For the first couple of years, Mr Kingsley's steeplechase was run out in the direction of Eversley, his church. But then, from 1863 and for the next hundred years after that, it was run in the Blackwater Meadows. The course might vary a little from year to year, but it was always in the same area of the meadows, and always included several wet ditches, a boggy area which became known as the Slough of Despond, and always a crossing of the Blackwater River. The last ditch to be crossed was known as Red Mud Ditch for obvious reasons. And these could be formidable obstacles. One account of the race from the 19th century tells us that Broom, who was leading at the fifth ditch, failed to clear it and became hopelessly stuck in it up to his waist. There's a lovely drawing in the college yearbook of 1893 showing just what a dirty and dishevelled state the runners were expected to finish in. 
The stewards would go down to the meadows beforehand and mark out the course by tying rags to trees and fences. In 1894, that led to a few problems. The Wellingtonian recorded that This year the stewards reverted to the old custom of marking out the course a day or two before, an opportunity which the population of Eversley could not let pass. The result was that when we went round on the day of the race, we found the course quaintly changed to suit the humour of the rustic mind. It took some little time to put things straight, in fact, as much time as to mark out the course. And even then a detachment of stewards had to be left as police, as the enemy's skirmishers were hanging about to make fresh havoc on the rags. To begin with, the Kingsley seems to have been only for the more elite runners, very different to how it is now. As the report of the race for 1868 says that there was a large field of 19, but the rest of the school would go down and watch. After a few years, they started having separate races for the junior and senior boys, known as the Big Kingsley and the Little Kingsley, and that continued for most of the race's history. The Little Kingsley was run immediately after the big one, and might have been a little shorter or easier, but not much. I'm not quite sure how long the course was, but they seem to have been going round it in a time of between 13 and 15 minutes, so quite similar to the best times for the modern-day Kingsley. By the 1920s, the number of competitors was much bigger, about 120 to 130 in each race. They did try to limit the entrance to eight boys per house, but without much success. The first trophy for the winner, the Kingsley Cup, seems to have been bought in 1889. There have been a number of them since, and we still have most of them in the archive store. During the 1950s, it became more difficult to find a suitable course for the race, um, as modern agriculture meant that there just weren't the ditches and bogs to run through, and also they were worried about the water being more polluted. The last race in the Blackwater Meadows was run in 1963. That year, the junior race, the Little Kingsley, was won by James Hunt, later, of course, a world champion Formula One driver. We have some wonderful archive film of the race that year. Those of you who were at college this time last year might remember that we showed the film on a loop um, on one of the TVs in the V&A for a couple of weeks around this time. In 1964, the Kingsley's record book says, The high level and polluted state of the Blackwater caused the Kingsleys to be abandoned this year. It seems quite probable that an alternative course will have to be found. And so, in 1965, the Kingsleys moved to the college grounds, and they've been here ever since. The organisers tried to keep the tradition of the race when they set the new course. They decided that it should be about the same length, over varied terrain, and should involve the crossing of water. Only now, of course, the lake replaced the Blackwater as the main obstacle. The course has probably varied a bit since then, but the lake's always been included. Participation has grown and grown. Nowadays, at least 75% of students take part. And the race has spawned new traditions. For example, the members of the Hill who always carry round their beloved canoe, HMS Sheila. 
So I hope I've been able to give you some idea of the history of the Kingsleys. They're one of our very oldest traditions. In the archives we have handwritten books which record the winners from the very beginning, 1860 onwards. And from 1870 to the 1980s they include descriptions of every race, all written by Wellington students. And we also have lots of photos and two or three wonderful films. 2020 is not the first year that the Kingsleys have been cancelled. They weren't run during the First World War. And then they're cancelled again in 1940. Although that, interestingly enough, uh, was not so much because of the war, but because of widespread influenza at college. But they've always come back, and I'm certain that they will do again. That's all for now, but I hope to be back very soon with some more stories out of the archives. <laughs>